Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. We are recording in Silver Spring, Maryland, and are so glad that you can join us. Gitin Daf Vav, Gitin 6a, pagination 11, about a quarter of the way down, at the end of a line, a two dots, and then Itmar, a question regarding Bavel, Babylonia. The question relates to the original Mishnah of the Masechta, which told us that a shliach leholacha, a messenger of the husband who's bringing the get to his wife, typically in a different city, has to say the words, Befanai nechtav uvefanai nechtam, that this document was written in front of me and signed in front of me, because that's the way of affirming the signatures. And we're concerned that since it's a different city, if he wouldn't affirm the signatures, we're worried that we might have trouble affirming those signatures. In Eretz Yisrael, in the time of the Mishnah, they did not have to affirm the signatures because people were coming and going constantly and no matter which city it came from, the assumption was you would be able to affirm the signatures because people from that city were around. What about Bavel? Bavel, Babylonia, was outside of Eretz Israel, but it was a well-known area frequented by people, particularly because of its yeshiva system. And so, Rav Omar, Rav said, It has the rule, like the land of Israel, as far as Gitin go, in that, the messenger with the get, does not have to say, because we're not concerned and we're confident that you will be able to affirm the signatures should you ever need to. Ushmuel Omar and Shmuel says that Bavel is like outside of Eretz Yisrael in this halacha, in that you have to say, even though it's an area that is frequented by so many. Dropping down a few lines, the Gemara wants to explain why exactly there's a difference between Rav and Shmuel in this law. The first words on the line are Ba'inon Lekaimo, and then Rav Savar, Rav explains, Kevan De'ika Mesifta, since there are study halls, Mishkach Shechichi, there are plenty of people common to be around from whatever city the get might have come from. Ushmuel Savar and Shmuel holds Mesifta Begirsayu Tiridi. The people of the yeshiva, even if they come from different cities, but they're busy with their learning and they're not proficient with the look of the signatures and they will not be able to affirm a signature and therefore we should not place our confidence in 
the yeshiva system, they're busy studying Torah. If you want your signatures affirmed, better that the shliach laholacha should make that affirmation. Let's turn over to the second side of the daf and explore a different topic, which is called Pilegesh Begiva. The story of Pilegesh Begiva, which is described in the book of Shoftim, was a story where a certain woman did wrong by her husband, and we're going to discuss what she did wrong, what the offense was, but the husband overreacted. The husband got extremely angry, and as a result of his anger, she ran away, and being homeless for the night, she ended up being assaulted by people, and she actually ended up dead, and the result of that death which was blamed on the tribe of Binyamin, was a civil war in which so many people ended up dying, all emanating from her offense and the reaction of the husband, which caused her to flee the house and end up assaulted. So the Gemara on the second line of the wide at the end of the line, tells us, Vatizna alav pilagsho, this woman did some offense to her husband. Rabbi Avyasar Omar, Rabbi Avyasar learned zavuv matzala, a fly was found in the food. Rabbi Yonasan Omar, Rabbi Yonasan says, Nima matzalo, there was a here that was found in an improper place. And whichever one it was and how they extrapolate their, whatever their source material is, but that's their argument. Rabbi Avyasar and Rabbi Yonasan, one says a fly, one says a here, and that was the offense that triggered the problem. Says the Gemara, Ashkechei Rabbi Avyasar le'Eliyahu, Rabbi Avyasar found Eliyahu, Amalei, and he asked him, what is Hashem doing? Amalei, Elio answered, Osek bepilegesh begiva. He's learning the topic of pilegesh begiva. I guess he's giving shir in Yeshiva Shalmaila. Umayko Omar. So Rabbi Vyasa was intrigued. He said, How does Hashem learn the topic of pilegesh begiva? Amalei. So Eliyahu said, This is the way Hashem teaches pilegesh begiva. Evyasa bini kahu omer, Yonasan bini kahu omer. Hashem teaches it exactly like we learn it down here. Evyasa learns like this, and Yonasan learns like this. Amalei, Rabbi Evyasa responded, Chas v'shalom, how could such a thing be? Does Hashem have any doubt? In other words, we're not sure what triggered in the story. What triggered the problem? But Hashem knows what triggered the problem. How could it be that Hashem is not being definitive? Amalei and Elio explained, this is how it works. Elu elu divrei elu 
These and those are both the words of the living God, meaning you're both right, and Hashem teaches it according to both of you. Which obviously needs an explanation, because in the physical world, only one thing could have happened. Which one happened? Was it a fly? Was it a hair? And one of the easy ways of understanding this is that if the Torah was purposely ambiguous, and if there is source material to extrapolate and to logically deduce both of these approaches in a legitimate way, then that's what Hashem wants us to do. And that's what it means, the Torah is not a history book. It really doesn't matter what happened. The Torah is a book of lessons. And if the Torah was ambiguous, it allowed us to understand it in both ways. And if Rabbi Avyasar and Rabbi Yonasan argue as to how to understand it, both are legitimate lessons, both are considered valid Torah, and that's the message that Hashem conveyed by going ahead and teaching it the way it was understood by humanity, because Torah is loba shamayimhi. Torah was given to humanity in good faith, based on the principles, the Mesorah, the tradition, the loyalty, to deduce appropriately and understand Torah. And Hashem, in fact, affirms that, and that's this expression, Elu Elu Divri Elokim Chayim. Yeshe Koach, thank you for joining.